Welcome to the Micah Micah podcast presented by Legendary Sports Network. I'm Mike here with Micah, Prime, and LQ. How's everybody doing this week? Everything yeah, good. Everything's pretty good, man. Business booming per usual. So we have a great episode today. We're going to get into remaining top free agents, where we think their number one destinations are going to be. And we're already also going to get into some NBA talk. Playoffs are coming around. We have about nine, ten games in the season, so we have a lot to get to. So we're going to start with uh, NFL free agency. A lot of the top players have signed right now. A lot of the game changers have their new team. We've seen big deals like C.J. Mosley going to the Jets, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Antonio Brown, who wasn't a free agent, but basically was playing like he was a free agent. He is with the Oakland Raiders. But there's still some great names that can help teams. And we wanted to give you an idea of where we see these players going and making impacts. So I want to start with you, LQ. We gave each person two of the top three agents of, uh, remaining. I want to go with you with your first two. Where do you see these players going and who are these players? All right. So my first player is a wide receiver. He's a bit, uh, I guess the young kids will call him Watts now. That's the <laughs> boy, Michael Crabtree. Uh, Coming off against a pretty decent, uh, at best, year at Baltimore. He's had some pretty good years in uh, San Francisco that he might want to try to rekindle. So I do think the San Francisco 49ers are an option. But if not them, I can see him going to the New York Jets. They just signed Jamison Crowder. So it looks like they're pretty desperate at wide receiver. So I'm pretty <laughs> Hey, sure don't do my man like that. The, hey, man. It's how looking on paper, but, you know get them Crabtree to the Jets so they could have some more weapons with uh, Mr. Le'Veon Bell and Sam Darnold over there. Before you go with your second, and how you feel about uh, Michael Crabtree's stint with the Baltimore Ravens? Man, look, on paper, I was happy because he was probably, you know, Baltimore, we don't really get elite receivers, so we get, you know, the B-minus, C-plus receivers. So I was happy about him coming, but seeing him play beginning of the season, he'll make all the great hard catches, but he'll drop the three-yard slants and the five-yard curls and, you know, the big game. You know, we one game, we were down. We were losing. Flacco hit him right in the hands, back in the end zone. I forget the team, man, but he dropped in and we lost the game. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, I'm happy. I mean, obviously – it doesn't make us a better team without him, but we just need to get some younger guys. Okay, okay. LQ, second player? Uh, Yeah, my second player is the running back, Jay Ajahi. I'm not really sure what the situation has been the last year and a half. Um, he, he, showed, tore his, so. he tore his ACL last year, like in the middle of the Eagles season. So before that, he had some pretty consistent and inconsistent games. Like he'll go out there and do maybe like a buck 30 and then the next game have maybe like 65 yards. So he's not the most consistent running back. But the team I got him going to is the Oakland Raiders. Right now, their best running back is a guy named Chris Warren, which is he was ranked. (laughs) I had to Google him. So he's ranked the 149th best running back in the league. Yeah, he's a. I want to say you can get him top twenty-five running back. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, one healthy, definitely. yeah, definitely. So uh, I think that's a cool upgrade from them, especially since they missed out on Le'Veon Bell and all of the other uh, top free agent running backs. I think they can settle with Jay Ajayi. 
Michael. All right, so my two players. Uh, first, the former great and probably still great safety, Eric Berry from the Chiefs. Um, I think Eric Berry, written all over it. I mean, we know about his um, <clears throat> we know about his medical conditions and him battling cancer and fighting back to it. Um, had a decent season last year before injuries got to him, but I think I think a perfect fit for him is probably the, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I think a perfect fit for him is probably the Browns. Uh. I think the connection with John Dorsey, uh, he was a former executive with the Chiefs, uh, you know, player personnel kind of guy. He was dealing with Eric Berry. He saw the great years, the all-pro years. I think it's a natural fit. Um, they still need help at safety. They still need to fill the hole of Julius uh, Julius Peppers. So I definitely think – excuse me, not Julius Peppers, the real Peppers. So I definitely think that is a perfect fit for him. And for my second player, I have Jordy Nelson. Um, now, there's two options I have for him. I, he can either go to the Panthers. They still need receiver help. DJ Moore wasn't the guy that uh, well I thought he would be coming out of Maryland. Um, they still need receiver help. Cam still needs help. He's still the quarterback, so better than just throwing a thousand times to uh, shooting McCaffrey every game. Uh, I think he fits in there. Uh, they need receiver help. I think he fits in with the Packers too. A Rod's still there. Uh, it's a situation that he's used to before. They do have a will. Excuse me. They will be getting and have a new head coach, but I think. The magic is still happening. I think he got another decent and productive year. Not a number one receiver, but a good slot or a second uh, second target kind of guy. Ed, who are your two players? So, we got uh, Shane Ray. He's like uh, labeled as an outside linebacker, but he's more of a pass rusher. I kind of got him – I got him going to the <laughs> to the Washington Raiders. Oh, uh, only yeah. because, <laughs> only because the Redskins, I think, do have a pretty good defense. But looking at the offense, I do think the defense will be on the field majority of the games. <laughs> so, I think they will need all the pass rushes and 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 depth they'll need. You know, he's not a bad player. He kind of, you know, he I think he did get dropped in the first round. So he'll he's pretty much a, you know, he didn't live up to the hype where he got drafted, but. Um, I think he'll provide some solid depth there. Then the next player I got, uh, Ziggy Ansah. I got him – I want him to come to my Ravens. He's a pass rusher. Uh, I know he has uh, the, the shoulder thing going on, so he wasn't, you know, one of the, in the first wave of free agencies. So, um, you know, he had a down year this past year, but if you look throughout his whole career, he's a pretty good pass rusher from the Lions. Um, yeah, I – I think we'll need some help with uh, pass rushing because we didn't get Justin Houston and, and Zadarius Smith and Terrell Suggs have left. Okay. Uh, for me, I have Ndamukong Sue of, of the L.A. Rams. He was on a one-year deal there. I have two destinations for Sue. I know it's supposed to be top, but I think that Sue is between right now. We're probably going to the Cleveland Browns. They need help in that middle there, and as they're building that defense, I'm becoming – have, they have a great offense uh, forming there. To go ahead and have somebody like that in the middle of your defense would be amazing for run-stopping. But I also think that what happened last year with the Rams, it worked perfectly for him. Him and Aaron Donald, they were the, one of the top D-lines in the NFL. I don't think anybody, anybody was hurt from this deal. He got to play. He got to produce. We saw him produce big in the NFC Championship game. So I think he could go back on another one-year deal and say, you know what, we were super close last year. A couple plays here and there, and we would have been the Super Bowl champs. Let's run it back with the L.A. Rams. So I think Sue has 
a very great potential probably going back to the Rams since he hasn't really signed anywhere yet. And then for me, uh, my second person is Maurice Claiborne, formerly of the New York Jets. This is a need where I think um, there are a couple places that he can go to. I think this is something – this is a player that maybe we'll see in the next three, four weeks get signed just because you start to get to the point after the draft where you're, you want to fill out your roster. And that's where you say, you know what, I need a veteran cornerback here to go and help lead this defense. So, for me, I have the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers need cornerback help. Uh, their former head coach, Todd Bowles, is now the def- defensive coordinator there now that Bruce Arians is back in the mix with the Buccaneers. So, I think that that would be a great landing spot. He already knows the defense there, and he's going to be uh, reunited with his coach. So, I think Maurice Claiborne and the Buccaneers would be – a good fit right there. But usually these players don't get signed until after the draft, so we'll keep an eye on that and see where they land up. So that's enough for NFL. We're going to go into the NBA. Uh, as you learn to find out, the NBA is still king for this podcast here. That's probably our favorite sport. That's what we argue about the most. So the playoffs are coming around. It's um interesting season, to say the least. We've had surprise teams like the Denver Nuggets. We've had teams disappoint like the Los Angeles Lakers, but the playoff picture is now coming into shape. There's one in the West, one through eight is decided already. In the East, seven, eight are still up in the air. And there's teams like the Orlando Magic at nine who are still looking to try to make it into the playoffs. So, Alki, I'm going to start with you since you're the Miami Heat fan here and your team is at the eighth seed. Do you believe that the Miami Heat are going to make the playoffs and keep that eighth seed? Uh, it's very possible that we can. I'm not really concerned about uh the AC. We can we literally can get from anywhere from six to eight right now. It's just a corner. You know how we close and finish. We've been pretty hot as of late, so I'm very confident that we can get in. It's just where. Um, in terms of where, I'm actually cool with anything but Toronto. I, I just don't want to see the Raptors. What about the Raptors? Don't you like – what about that matchup don't you like? It's, it's Kawhi Leonard. I don't really think <laughs> we can do anything about Kawhi Leonard. Uh, their bench is amazing. I, I think we have probably uh, – our bench isn't right behind them, but I think we, we're pretty close in terms of bench scoring. So I'm not really scared about their bench. But uh, their defense and Kawhi Leonard is just ridiculous. So with that – so. If you were to rank with the top three teams being Milwaukee, Toronto, and Philly, you already said that you don't want to face uh, Toronto. So Toronto would be at the bottom. Between Milwaukee and Philly, which of those teams would you rather face? I'll probably want to face Milwaukee. Um, they're a really good three-point shooting team sometimes. And when that sometimes isn't clicking, they're very easy to beat. So uh, um, I like our odds there. We're a pretty gritty and defensive team if we could just – stop their three-point shooting and make them a perimeter scoring team, I think we have a pretty good shot. So I want to open this up to the group. We did our mid-season NBA uh, power rankings for the Easter Conference teams. I wanted to know, do you who's the team, the best team in the Easter Conference? Who's going to go to the NBA championship this year uh, from the Eastern Conference? I think so, yeah. I think the 76ers got it. Yeah, they the most. They have the most talent in the East. I mean, Milwaukee's number one, but you know, the, the Philly didn't start out with the group that they had now in the beginning of yeah. the season. 
And Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid is playing like he's on an MVP level and a defensive player of the year level. Yeah, that says a lot. So I think Philly, I think I think Embiid playing against the Milwaukee Bucks and like the first like in the Eastern Conference Finals, he's going to he's going to dominate. He's going to dominate the series. So I know LQ, you talked about the Boston Celtics still being the powerhouse in that Eastern Conference. Would you put them? They're no longer the number one team in the East for you. Are they down to number three, number four? Um, in my personal seeing, I'll have them too. I, I really think that they're behind the Toronto Raptors as the second best team in the East. I do think they're better than Milwaukee, but uh, the problem that I see them and better than Philly, have... bro. Celtics is trash. They're going to allow losing <laughs> streaks, trash. bro. They're trash. I think they could turn. They're built for the playoffs. They I are feel like they could perform better in the playoffs as they did during the regular season. So I'm not too concerned about their performance in the playoffs. It's just who? Who is going to do it? It's, you've seen moments where Kyrie is taking games over. Jason Tatum is taking games over. Even Gordon Hayward has had games where he took over in the fourth quarter. He's a game winner. So it's all according to who's going to take that last shot or who's going to make those critical plays down the stretch. I mean, I in my rankings, I had uh, Bucks at one, Celtics at two. I'm still sticking with the Bucks at one. And that's if everybody's healthy because right now uh, – Brogdon is hurt. We have Pau Gasol also hurt. But Pau Gasol really wasn't in – hasn't really been in the mix there. So, I think if they can get everybody back healthy, I still like that Bucks team because Giannis has been pretty unstoppable. Like you said, and they're three-point shooting – or LQ, you said they're a three-point shooting team. They understand and play well now with Mike uh, Budenhoser, who's probably going to be the coach of the year. So, I'm still going with the Bucks at number one. I'm going with the Celtics, uh, not the Celtics, the uh, Sixers at number two, adding Tobias Harris. And it uh, looks like Jimmy Butler now is fitting into the picture. He has seemed less, like, cancerish. He hasn't, like, they actually like each other in the locker room. Uh, he What game did he win? Was it the Boston Celtics game that he basically iced the yeah. game for them and everybody was excited for the Sixers there? So I think I'd go with uh, the Sixers at two. The Raptors at three. Lowry is hurt right now, but they've been consistent all season. And the Boston Celtics at four. Honestly, if Victor Oladipo was still healthy with the Pacers, the Boston Celtics would be five for me because they they don't look like a team that likes yeah. each other at all. They don't know how to play. They don't know what they're <laughs> they, doing. It's like they have they, too many good players. Time. And I would not I would not be surprised if they lost in the first round to the Pacers, even without Victor Oladipo. Would, the, yeah. the Pacers know how to play as a unit, and they play defense. Yeah, it's, yeah. Honestly, it's wild. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, they. You can go ahead, Michael. And I was gonna say, honestly, I don't see the Celtics making it out the first round now. Uh, I think that. Ooh, I like that. I don't because like I watched that game, the 76ers game, (laughs) and it was just like, wait a minute. Regardless of what is happening, like throughout the season, season stuff happens. This is supposed to be the best team that's made for the playoffs. This is the team that Kyrie chose over other locations. Like this is supposed to be the team that can do it. They don't like playing with each other. Like it's too many egos. It's too many. People that want to be the guy on one team, you know, it can work out if you have a like a cohesive unit, but it's not cohesive. You know, Kyrie's trying to do his thing; he's taking shots at them like low key little shots, um, and like Jason Tatum for trying to take last shots and stuff like that when he's on the court. This has been happening all season. I just don't see it happen. I think they crumble, and I think either Kyrie leaves or something like that. But I think uh, I, I, Kyrie gone. Yeah, Kyrie's gone. Yeah, Kyrie's yeah, gone. It's, no matter. It's, it's stamped. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for Kyrie and Boston. I don't. I don't think Brad Stevens is as good as the coach as we really Man. thought. Because you got all this talent and you can't. He's make a good coach for nine I think, stars. 
Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was about to say, Mike. I think yeah. with them having well, what they had last year, he was able to build a system where everybody eats and nobody gets mad. Like yep. Scary Terry one Butler. day. It's basically go Butler, off. bro. It's Butler. Yeah. But now with Kyrie Irving, his ego, and Gordon Hayward is trying to get back to that all-star form, it just seems like it's so choppy. And the fact that they're almost at 82 games and they still haven't figured it out. Like, at the midway point, yeah. we were talking about this and we we're like, oh, they'll figure it out. But they don't like each other. And I don't think that's going to be able to win in the playoffs. And if you were to say what's, what's going to be the team that doesn't like each other, I think we would have said the Sixers maybe a, a couple of months ago because Jimmy Butler didn't seem to be meshing there. So that's going to be very interesting to see. What happens in the Eastern Conference? But we're gonna Wait, move over. Before we get out the East, let me let me stop before we get out the East. Like, yeah, what you got? So, what's your Bucks pick for the finals? If Giannis has a bad game, who's the second best Buck? Are you going Chris Middleton? Or are you going Eric Bledsoe? I'm going uh, Chris Middleton. You think Chris Middleton can win you a whole game? I don't think he can win you a whole game. Hell no. no. In a seven-game series. In a seven-game series, Giannis six. would be, you know what I'm saying, Giannis for all seven or maybe five, six. What do you think? I think he's he'll be himself for at least four games. Five and games. That's what you, four or five games, that's what you need to win a series. But the thing with the Buck system is they don't really need somebody to go off, per se. Budenhoser is going to get everybody to have 15 to 18 points, and I think that's why – the Bucks work so well because Giannis is their leading scorer. He'll score your 25 to 27, and then they go ahead, and it may be Brooke Lopez one game. It may be uh, Middleton won the game. maybe Brogdon one game. So you can go different places there, and I think that's why that Bucks system works so well, and that's why they're still my number one. Interesting, bro. Because, I don't know, the Sixers – I don't, I don't and, trust it. And B can, can go off, I obviously. Ben Simmons, offensively, he's not doing anything for you. And then Jimmy Butler, he's he he can obviously have his games where he go he goes off there, but he's also very hit or miss too. So I don't know. We I I want to see what happens in the playoffs. I want to see that as my Eastern Conference Finals personally. But so yeah, go ahead, Michael. We uh, we didn't really talk about the Raptors. Anybody believe that they get to the Eastern Conference Finals? I mean, I don't really think so. I just but, I just uh, think they're cursed. I don't know. I think it depends <laughs> on their path. It depends on their path and how they got to get there. Because if they have to play. Maybe they, they, okay. So right now they play the Pistons. I like in the that. first round. Yeah, they'll that's, they'll win. A, they'll win. Second round, what is it? It drops down. So two three they play. I think yeah. No, is it? Yeah, it'll be the, it is two, four, right? two three. It'll be two three. It'll be, it'll be the winner between three and six. Yeah. So the Nets versus the Seventy Sixers right now, which will be the Seventy Sixers. Seventy Sixers. So they got to face the Seventy Sixers in round two. I don't see them winning that. Yeah, and, and that's why no. I don't. That's no. why I don't really see them going ahead and. Uh, making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I think Kawhi has gone there, too. Even though it, it, hasn't, it hasn't been bad, I think he's going to the Clippers. But that's for another Truthfully, pop. it hasn't been bad because Kawhi is just silent. But if he was a talkative guy, it, it would have got bad, I think. But, and he's missed, like, 20 games this season. But that's that's yeah, why bro. I have so much confidence in the Raptors. It's like Kawhi plays every other game, but they're still beating people by 20 points. Oh, yeah. The system is it's not it's, – it was good without Dwayne Casey, with or without Dwayne Casey, truthfully. So I got that general lock over there. Like he knows what he's doing, but it's just they can't win the games they're supposed to win. It's always the case with the Raptors, really. They only have good teams, but when it comes down to it, they're not getting to the finals or the Eastern Conference Finals, really. Yeah, I agree. And do we have any last comments on the Easter Conference before we move out west? All right. So with the Western Conference, it from the beginning of the season, once the Warriors signed Boogie Cousins, everybody said 
the West is over. The West is a wrap. Uh, we've had good teams pop up like the Denver Nuggets. The Houston Rockets have been on fire. And, of course, you have the Warriors. So the first question is, is there any team that can beat the Warriors? Because the Warriors did just lose by 30 to the Dallas Mavericks a couple of nights ago, but they bounced back with a win against the Detroit Pistons yesterday. Uh, Houston, if anybody. I don't really think so. If anybody, yeah, Houston, if, if Harden decides to really be the MVP, it might be them. But outside of that, I don't really know. I don't see the Nuggets. They're too young. Yeah, the Nuggets are just not ready. I don't see Oklahoma City. I don't see the Clippers. The Blazers without CJ is, I mean, name is crazy, but come on. The Jazz, no. Spurs, no. Honestly, it's the Warriors thing to lose, if we want to be real about it. Unless Harden goes crazy. If you would have asked me months ago, I would have said OKC, because that's really what I was thinking, and I was hoping that OKC would be that team. But it's it's not looking too good. They're at eight, and Golden State is one, and that's that's five games right there. If we could just tangent real quick, just about what what happened to them, bro? Like it's uh, y'all y'all got too excited uh, about PG, PG got hurt. That's what that was. <laughs> he got, got hurt. hurt. He, he tore a tendon. He tore a tendon in the he's, shoulder. He's he's not a hundred percent right now. He's playing through a lot of pain. And I think if you have if PG's not a hundred percent and you have to start focusing on Russ on like Russ is oh. now the center of the offense, you have problems. Jeez. You are back to the reason they lost in the first round last they, year. They just lost <laughs> to the big they, they lost to the Grizzlies tonight, one of the worst teams in the NBA. And I, I haven't checked Russ's stat line yet, but I can bet that it's it's <laughs> not <laughs> it's not something that's great. Okay, Whoa. And, and here we go, Russell Westbrook, six for twenty, <laughs> one for six from oh three, God. and sixteen points. Whoa! He took forty nine shots tonight, bro. <laughs> like what? He took he took how many shots? <laughs> Wait, what? He took fifty shots basically. No, he didn't, no, bro. bro. No, he <laughs> no, didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, him, Russ and PG show, oh, shot tw- oh. 49 shots and made 16. Yeah, they went 16 oh, that, of 49. Oh, that's terrible. So yeah. They might be on the first round again, bro. <laughs> so, kind of cold. That's kind of cold. They're going to – Right now they're playing Rockets. They'll fall to the eighth. I think the Spurs are going to jump up because they've been on a good little stretch right now. I think OKC is gonna go to the end. Oh, right oh. now. Yeah, they're in. <laughs> yeah, they'll finally yeah. it'll, it'll finally be the OKC versus Warriors oh, playoffs no. that we've been waiting and for. And Katie's no. gonna get them out the way. KD no. is going to <laughs> silence bro. Katie's gonna silence them at home four oh in OKC. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hold of you, but it's gonna happen. I'm sorry, PG. Man, He's dropping them off. That's crazy. They were they were riding high PG for MVP chance and then everything hey. everything went downhill there. Uh, with the Houston Rockets, they had they started off not so hot. Chris Paul got hurt and then James Harden went crazy. I've been on the Giannis is the MVP all season, but after the twenty seven uh, point first quarter for James Harden, I switched my pick. I said, you know what, James Harden has to be. Team Harden has to be the MVP here. So, do you think that there's any possible way that Giannis wins this MVP after what James Harden has done literally in the last week? We should be asking Unless you that question. Unless he dropped 80 points. Unless he dropped 80 points, it ain't no other way, man. This shit is locked up. Like, <laughs> I, it's, it's like because, like, I'll say this. James Harden has a bunch of games this season that has MVP moments, like, like, he's going on a tear right in there. Giannis is on a great team, 
playing great basketball. He's scoring his 30 points, getting his 10 rebounds. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Harden is at Madison, Madison Square Garden dropping 61. He's doing it to the Spurs, who's been, you know, he's been having demons about a lot. Like He's, he's hitting doing it to game every winners team. over Clay <laughs> Thompson and Draymond Green <laughs> at the same time <laughs> in <right>. Golden State. <laughs> since I've been on the Giannis train, I want to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Yeah, I've admitted I think James Harden could have won it now, but are we are we going to discredit Giannis now because his team is now be, now beating teams by 15 points and not in close games? Like, the James Harden game where they almost beat the Grizzlies. They were down to the Grizzlies the whole game. Yeah, James Harden brought him back, but it, if if he would have brought him back and they won, that's like, oh, James Harden's so great. If Giannis is beating the Grizzlies already by 20 points, then nobody's talking about it. So at what point are you like, okay, well, I mean, his team is winning. Like, when, does, winning, does winning really factor into, into the equation here? It I does, think so. but but you got to also factor in that Giannis is in the East and and Harden is in the West and Harden's a third seed. Like uh, Giannis would get the MVP if if the Rockets were a fourth, fifth, sixth seed, easy because winning matters. But the fact that he's in the third seed, that's that's pretty great to be in the West. Yeah, well, I mean, I agree there. I I Giannis has to do he has to do something in these last couple of games, and I pro- I don't see it happening because I think they're going to start resting players soon. They've already like, started uh, giving Giannis games off because of load management. So, I don't really see him going uh, ver- anything, doing anything real crazy here. But the Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers are eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, Prime, you were the only one that said that the Lakers won't make it at the All-Star break. Uh, I still believed in LeBron. I think we all believed in LeBron. But before the podcast, you said that LeBron James is no longer the best player in the world. I want to know your reasoning why. LeBron James is the greatest player to ever touch a basketball. No cap. But you cannot be the great – you cannot be the best player in the league and miss the playoffs. What best player in the league has ever missed the playoffs? Y'all let me Michael know. Jordan. Do research Michael Jordan. Back to me. He's missed the playoffs. Bro, but at that point, no. he was a baby, bro. He still missed. He was a baby. <laughs> and, the fact, and the fact is the Lakers – the Lakers are a good team. Yes, they had injuries, but LeBron. The Lakers don't play are a no good defense, team. bro. Bro, the Lakers are not good. Not now they suck. They now they oh, suck. They got, got Alex Caruso playing, bro. Come on, bro. That's because at this they point they're trying Andre to tank to get Zion, bro. They got Andre. Ingram bro, they're trying to tank. They bringing G League niggas up now, bro. Because they're trying to tank. Who was Alex And LeBron Caruso, is bro. still getting his LeBron is still getting his points to, to catch Kareem, which is all good and all, but he's not the best player. Kyle Kuzma should not be pushing you off the off the damn court just to play defense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that that shouldn't happen. Like at the end of the day, you know, we're not asking you to be to sit in the chair for 48 minutes like you used to do in the Miami Heat, but you can at least give some type of effort. He's he's not playing no defense. I mean, LeBron is scoring, but he's not impacting the game like how he used to. At this point in his career, I think he needs to stop trying to dime the ball, and he just needs to run the offense and, and score. LeBron James has never run ran an uh, uh, offense. Yeah, he hasn't had the best coaches, but it's always drive and kick, or he's never played in a real system. So, you know, I've, I've been saying James Harden is the best player was, all season. He's he's the best. If player. LeBron didn't get hurt this season, are the Lakers in the playoffs? Yeah, it's a simple. Uh, you know what? He missed eighteen. The games. Jazz 
What? I mean, they'll make the playoffs, but they'd be they'd be six, seven, six. Well, he's, he's, winning, dance. he's winning that first round matchup. He is. No, 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 no. He's not. He's not winning. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we be playing Golden State. Uh, we playing Golden State. Listen, listen. So let's 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 no, let's 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 Oh, if, if LeBron stay healthy, I think if if LeBron and Lonzo were healthy the entire time, I think they're a four or five seed. Now, let me, now if, Lonzo make the team go, and he he start up the defense. That's when you know what I'm saying. That's who I honestly think LeBron should never went to the Lakers. I actually we think all he can made agree. the team. Yeah, we yeah we said yeah we agree. I, I said seventy six. He made last the team year, worse. I said seven. Uh, he didn't make the team worse. I, I wouldn't say he made Magic made the team worse. Magic, the team Magic, worse. Magic sent D'Lo to <laughs> but, the nuts. But LeBron's like, presence stopped the like the foundation. Like it stopped with stopped the building. growth, yeah, bro. He stunted all the young kids' growth, bro. He stopped. Now they're trying to trade everybody. Lonzo like, got Lonzo got he, before Lonzo got hurt. He was he was better this season. Nah, no, nah, he was a, better. It's the pieces they could still have that they don't know more. Like Look, it's just but that's not LeBron. Randall. That's, bro, that's like, not LeBron. Other ball. players. That, it's not LeBron's fault, but I'm saying it's Magic, LeBron still signed off on that. It was inspired, bro. Listen, Magic, Magic, Magic went you know to LeBron and say, "What about these players?" LeBron signed off. Like he still wanted them. He could have said no, but he wanted the players. And now since it don't work, is oh, it is this. Like at the end of the day, those weren't the best fits. But LeBron thought, "Oh, let's not outshoot yeah, the state. Let's just, you but, know." Let's have more playmakers, and even in getting all the more playmakers, LeBron is still ball dominant. Yeah, but we're, we're not saying that LeBron is LeBron's a terrible GM, but like you said, <laughs> where, you are should... the play, where are the playmakers that you're talking about? <laughs> the playmakers that he wanted, I don't know, Lance and Rondo. Oh, yeah, and who, who, who else Rondo. could he get? Bro, Rondo, Rondo is the play, terrible, the playmaker oh that God. that they had on the Lakers, their best two players, I believe, uh, with D'Angelo Russell. Magic Johnson decided to trade him away because he's not a leader. And then with Julius Randle, he's they let him walk. Julius Randle signed a what a one year, two year deal with the Pelicans. You're telling me that money that they gave for KCP or for Rondo for Michael Beasley, they couldn't have given that to Julius Randle. Magic Magic Johnson is the one that messed this whole situation up, and now and now it's it's going on LeBron. LeBron, LeBron is still, yeah, LeBron is gonna have to take the brunt for everything that the general managers have done. LeBron is still the, like, he's still the best player in the league, and he's going to show it next season. I feel like that you can't miss the playoffs right there to the tell you all you need to know. Because by LeBron James missing that amount of time, everything is going to be placed on his shoulders. Even though Ingram missed time, Rondo missed time, Lonzo missed time. Play, they traded for Mike Muscala, who I haven't even seen make a bucket in the league. Reggie Bullock. Yet. So I don't think all of that could be placed on his shoulders, and I don't think that that should be taken away from him as a discredit to him when, yeah, he would have been, uh, you know what I'm saying, definitely a huge factor in what happened, but I don't think he'd be a bigger factor on why they aren't in it. It's not like it's his fault. When he plays, yeah, he misses out on defense uh, occasionally, but his stat line is better than most guys have in a career. Yeah. And this is a bad season. I'm – Man. He's top ten in points, top ten in rebounds. Uh, he's top twenty in. He don't impact the game the same, bro. He don't. He get the points, but you know, 
it's a difference sometimes when players put they put they print on the game. He don't he don't put he don't impact the game like how you bro. When he's in LA, they're in point two situations with teams like the Suns. We've been seeing him well, in Boston hit game winner, so it's gonna be different with him going out west. But I don't even I say I'll say if he don't win if he don't win a championship in LA in these four years his legacy take a little hit it do it, he, uh, he yeah, got I, bring I can agree to that I agree got, yeah, at least one yes, at least one yeah. yes, like he has to at least get one no one next year you heard it here first uh <laughs> that ain't happening let me throw that out there <laughs> Whoa. let me throw that out is there is KD on, on the Lakers too absolutely is not KD on the Lakers he might be uh, I don't care where KD is today is. March the twenty fifth, and I have the Los Angeles Lakers winning the NBA championship. Yeah, man, hey, save that. Quick. That clip is going to be saved. Maybe, th- maybe the third year because they got to at least make the playoffs first. They can't like you heard the it playoffs. here first. Then, hey, the NBA. But I say if they get Zion though, I, I might be. With <laughs> I think. Be live. I I think the NBA. Uh, Adam Silver is going to have to work some of that uh, magic that he did before with sending uh, Ewing to the Knicks and yeah, that envelope magic. Now man. that now that the, uh, we got the ping pong balls, you know, we just see him pull out with the number one pick, the Los Angeles Lakers. We get Zion to Bro. LA. Tell him, tell him and, to get the sticky ball out the rack, and, and we and we get AD also to come to the Lakers, and then we could be talking about an NBA championship because my good. And you can still get it. You still can get a max player. So you get eighty a max. And yeah, come on, man. Forget about forget come about on. Kuzma and Ingram and all of them, man. Let's, you still nah, you still want to trade? trade you trade Kuzma? Yes, yes, bro. Both if, you, of them? if you trade Kuzma, true, you trade Kuzma and Ingram and, and a pick for AD, and you can grab Zion and AD, bro. You ship them out in two seconds. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's going to be a wrap for. <laughs> LA there, so Adam Silver with some magic because I'm not really trying to see Zion right now on the New York Knicks or the Atlanta. Oh Club. my let's, god! Let's send, let's send no. Zion out west with LeBron or Cleveland. Right. Oh. I would not be surprised if they get Cle- if he goes to Cleveland. I'll be so bad. I, I, I want RJ to go to Cleveland so bad, bro. Let's let, let me not get started on him because he. Oh, I don't see. See it, what? Man. Who? Good college player. Oh, RJ Barrett is Russell Westbrook, and I'm, I'm going to keep saying this. He, I'm a <laughs> we're Duke, not even going to argue this. I'm a yeah, Duke fan. All this. he does is jack. And Trey Jones, if yeah. you want to make it in the NBA, make it. Oh, damn three. my. Yesterday was a bad day for Trey Jones. Bro, oh. UCF players were taunting him and telling him to shoot. They said, go ahead and shoot. Their videos of him saying, shoot. And he went like one for eight from the three. They were treating him like Ben Simmons out there, bro. They had they Taco were. Fall picking him up from the free throw line. It's it was it was sad. As a Duke fan, that game yesterday was 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 terrible. Uh, Cam Reddish again, unsung hero. I think he's going to fit well into every time. Any, every time any NBA system, I think he's going to fit in perfectly. I think uh, that he's. I think I think he'll end up kind of. I think he'll end up a little bit like Bradley yeah. Bill. Yeah, to be honest. I like that. I like that. I like I that. Concern, I think that's, that's his. It. I think. I think that's who he'll end up. Being. He doesn't want to be the the bigger the yeah, bigger star. He's fine. He's fine being that yeah. that second third piece. But uh, we'll talk about some NCAA coming up in the coming weeks. It wasn't really anything interesting besides that Duke uh, game yesterday. Nothing else really in NCAA March Madness. But before we end this podcast, do we have anything else 
from the NBA East or West? The Knicks are going to draft the wrong person again. <laughs> Bo Bo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't yeah. know who that'll be. But I'm telling you, bro. Not. Bow, it's, bow. it's because there's three players that can go number one, and they're all pretty good decisions with Zion, John Moran, or RJ. And those are, like I said, three clean cuts. But they're not going to pick any of those three people no. because it's the Knicks. They're going to they're gonna find find some way to get that fourth or fifth pick, and whoever is picked there is going to end up being a New York Knicks bust. But I think that's all for today's episode. We'll be back next week. With another episode, also next week, we have a new podcast joining the network. You'll get more information on that later this week. But for Mike, for Micah, for Prime, and for LQ, we'll see you next week. Peace.